Hello, welcome to the Three Masons podcast. I'm your occasional host, Gloria. And I think we should have a quick heads up because the title might seem alarming, especially compared to our three other titles. Um, but the reason why it's called um, Bring the Same Energy is um, because we're going to be discussing about double standards, basically, and inconsistencies, and how, why it frustrates us, and why we feel as though there needs to be more consistency in a variety of topics. So this might be a little bit more of a rambly one, kind of like last episode, to be honest, but I think we're going to be a little bit more contained. I said the more rambly, the more fun. Yeah, so... Um, it kind of started out as just a simple conversation, but we're not going to get into that. We're just going to go straight in, straight in, jump right in, uh, straight into what we were talking about. So, um, have you, for fellow Christians, perhaps, like maybe we should get one that's more popular for everybody uh, who's watching this, you know, what, whatever belief system you have. Do you know the story? Do you? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Gloria was checking if the microphone was on because of last episode. Okay, um, <laughs> do you know the story of David and Goliath? Yes. <laughs> what? Okay. Um. Well, basically, David. Um. This 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 seventeen year old basically kills uh, this giant first uncircumcised Philistine who is like terrorizing the land. That's his own words, not mine. Um. And so he ends up living a life after that. He doesn't just, just kill a, a, a giant. He ends up, through a series of many events, becoming um, king of Israel. Um, a united... One of the greatest kings. Yes. One of the greatest kings uh, in Israel. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're already, already just like <laughs> kissing your teeth and looking a bit. <laughs> yeah, don't take that away from him. He was good. He was. But let me get into the subject, right? Because before him, while he was, you know, out here killing giants or whatever, there was another... Well, I mean, even before that one, he was still out yeah, here in the he fields was, taking... A cute little shepherd boy, hair flowing in the wind, singing psalms to the Lord. Exactly. <laughs> um, there was another king, the first king of Israel, King Saul. Now, King Saul... By the point that David's out here slaying the giants or whatever, um, he kind of been going through. He's been like... like reigning over Israel for like 25 years at this point. He's um, he's a grown man. He's probably around his 40s at this point. Um, you're grown. Can you're you tall. Closer? <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. I-, I was thinking, well, can you imagine that power being grown, powerful, and tall? Yeah, wow. He's tall. He's tall, dark. Oh, yeah. Handsome. Well, you know when, when the Bible describes you as handsome? That, that, means, that means it has to be legit. Yeah, and not lie. And he then he's described as being like a head and shoulders above everybody else, and having like flowing hair. The height of Abraham Lincoln. Every single photo you see of him, everybody looks like a midget. What What now? Okay. Um, but yeah. Anyhow, he's been reigning Israel for like twenty five years, but homeboy makes two main mistakes. He probably did other mistakes, but these are the ones that basically caused his downfall. One. Uh, one, he offered sacrifices, even though he's offering specific sacrifices that only the Levites, a specific group of priests, basically, are supposed to do. It's basically because he was impatient. Everybody was like, Saul, we want to offer the sacrifices and go. <laughs> and he's a, he's kind of, he's kind of a people pleaser, and he's like, he doesn't want his image to be destroyed. So he's like, I'm going to do it myself. And then Samuel, the like head priest, basically, comes in. 
the best historical figures in the Bible. Yeah. But anyhow, he's like, why is this? And he's like, I'm sorry, but you were taking so much time. I had to do it. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, big sin. You're not supposed to do that. So Samuel's already like, hmm. But then after you see, well, not after, but on the second, he um, basically, God is like, yo, um, take over this land and kill all the animals. Carry out, huh? Everything. Everything. Everything needs to be gone. Mm. But he's like, well, he's, you know, slaughtering and all. He's like, hmm. Those are some pretty thick sheep. 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 And, you know, I ain't gonna lie, the cows are looking pretty good, if you ask me. I'm gonna kill some of them, but I'm gonna keep some of them so that I can, like, give it to the people of Israel. They're all gonna praise me as this wonderful king, right? And so he comes home, like, look at this sheep. And Jack was like, oh my. No! No, honey, what is you doing? And um, so he's like, oop. Um, and again, he's all, what am I supposed to do? I wanted to help. Um, anyhow, so God is like, yikes. So God takes his. <laughs> God's like, yikes. Um, and he basically kind of takes off his protection over him because he's not doing his job, um, which lo and behold, some evil spirits are like, oop. And so they take over him, basically. And they basically cause him to have a lot of mental health issues, and it kind of makes him go crazy. In the Old Testament, right, the Holy Spirit could only rest in you for a certain amount of time. So when, in the Old Testament, when the Lord's saying, I'm taking my spirit away from you, this, this is not, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not, not for us. Permanent. It's not yeah. permanent. Yeah. yeah. Please, there's a difference yeah. between Old Testament and New Testament. Keep no, that One's mind. not better than the other, but there are differences, right? Anyhow, so he's kind of going crazy. He's having he's having these bouts of just weirdness. I'm gonna put it like that because I don't want to. I don't want to do you know when those pastors are just like he's like bipolar. I'm just like you don't stop you stop. He's also having like bouts of like rage and stuff like that. Like it's more like he's having bouts of he's having episodes basically. We're not gonna use medical terms incorrectly. Don't do that. Don't do that ever. Don't use medical terms when you don't know what they mean. Don't diagnose people. But yeah, anyhow, um, so he's been ruling for a bit, but like he's not, yeah. But when David comes through with that, I'm going to like summarize it quickly. When David comes through with that, oh, he starts getting really, like, really scared and jealous. So he basically put... Yeah, at first he's fond. Yeah, he's like he's helping his mental health issues with the whole music and all. That's kind of how he um David got into the court was because you know, cause when he was out here you know taking care of the sheep he was playing this harp singing praises to, to the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. <laughs> but and then you know when Saul was having problems like sleeping and things like that and all that they were like yo there's some kid out there like in the fields drop and a, a dropping sick beats exactly so like we can bring him over and he'll calm me down and it did it calmed him down and. And that's how, like, oh, yeah. soul... That sweet, soulful music. Exactly, and that's how it calms uh, soul down. Like, guys, just, like, whenever, like, you have something to say, just, like, lift up the, your hands so that we know, because, like, are we out here doing cheapo energy, and yeah. we do not have multiple microphones. Anyhow, but, yeah, so then after, just quickly, Homeboy basically starts pursuing him to kill him um, because he wants him gone. Um, and eventually, Saul, spoilers, um, loses... Um, uh, R.I.P. Saul, R.I.P. Jonathan. Um, that makes me angry still. 
Yeah. Jonathan's death makes me upset. We all mad. We all mad in this house. But anyhow, David becomes king, right? So he's been king for a while at this point, right? You know, he's really successful in the words of Ariana Grande. Basically, it feels so good to be so young and have so much fun and be successful, right? And he's living it up. But uh, he starts falling into some big sin. Now, I'm going to specify the best specify the sin because it's important to what we're talking about okay so he's out here on his balcony you know being rich king um rich king tings um and he's out here in the balcony and he sees this woman um bathing yes yes creep energy yes but moving onwards okay (laughs) so he's just like i don't mean to be bold but i gotta let you know i got a thing for you and i can't let go um, I want somebody to like guess all the song references Whoa, in this. Somebody was using somebody's charger. Anyhow, anyhow, um, but he's just like, <laughs> I wish that girl would be mine. Um, but he's like, who's that girl? And they're like, um, that's um, what's his name? Uriah the Hit. Does Uriah the Hittite one of um David's soldiers? That's his. What is his son? That's his wife. <laughs> uh, that gives a different element, anyhow. But mm, I think we should all collectively say, mm. anyhow. But um, he's like, well, I am king of Israel, so technically I can get any female I want. So he's just like. Let me whisper in your ear. And she agrees, I guess. Well, they did end up sinning, so I guess she agreed. But anyhow, homeboy sins because he's committing adultery. He's married, by the way. He Bathsheba is also married. They are both committing adultery, right? But then after, she's like. Yo, I'm, I'm Pregos. And he's like, oh, Lord Jesus, no. <laughs> and so he, <laughs> uh, he's like, what do I do? And he's just like, let me murder Uriah the Hittite. Because they're, because background check, there's a war going on right now. And David's actually supposed to be in the war right now. But he decides to stay at home for whatever reason. Um, and he didn't stay at home. You wouldn't have caught the girl out here bathing or whatever. But anyhow. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, Uriah's hit it. He's fighting, of course, because he's... We're going to just call him Uriah. Uriah's fighting, of course, because he's part of the army. Um, well... <laughs> uh, David makes sure that this man is, like, literally in the front of the battle line, right? Where, like, where he's going to get the most hits. And... He makes sure that everybody, like, basically, like, doesn't help him in the battle. So he has essentially to deserts him. Yeah. While he's right here in the front, everybody's just, like, kind of dispersing, going everywhere else. And, of course, because Uriah is just one man, he gets overpowered and killed. That's murder! <laughs> and, um, he does, this is all on purpose. This is not an accident. He did it on yeah. purpose. He did it on purpose. Um, that's kind of actually a family joke in between us, but anyhow, he did it on purpose, and um, so of course, you know, he just kind of kind of continues living his life. But I do not understand how you could do that. Anyhow, Nathan the prophet is like, which is kind of like the successor to Samuel. He, same behavior, same behavior, same vibe. Um, and 
he's like, my guy. Did they, he does the whole thing, but he's basically like, you thinned, my guy. And then David's like, oh my gosh, what I do? So like he starts mourning whatever. The baby dies, rip. And things move on as per usual. But things are not going to go so quickly, right? Because God is like, sir, you've done sin big time. Because you're going to get another baby by, oh gosh, there's a fly, by Bathsheba. But your line, your, your, your line, your, your line, your royal line is going to be forever messed up and your sons are going to fight each other. Um, and lo and behold, it happens. But here's why we're talking about this. Here, here's why there's this whole background of all of this. Here is why. Why? You see, we of course watch sermons. I think we can all say yes, yes, we do. We, yes, we watch a lot yes, of pastors, testify, and like testify. you know, we listen to like you know, you know, we're, Fa- you know favorite pastors. Who are your favorite pastors? I don't really know if I have favorites. Uh, I don't really, I don't really like to choose. To be honest, this is not, this is not like it's not K-pop band, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like Keith Moore, though. I'm not gonna choose. Also choose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna choose. Choose this anyhow. But oftentimes they talk about, you know, Saul and his sin. And basically they like to compare him with David, right? Because they're both kings. But yeah. David did better, right? Yeah, and it's, it's meant to like sort of, you know, it's, it, when sermons yeah. are supposed to like help teach you a lesson yeah. to help you. But I feel as though there's a bias, right? Oftentimes they really like to characterize Saul as this, you know, a man whose heart is completely strayed away from God. He's a sinner. How dare he sacrifice? How dare... He's the evil of evil. Yeah, but David, oh, David, a man, the pure David, the man after God's own heart. He's always following God. Yeah, I know he didn't murder somebody, but we're just going to scrap that. Honestly, there are some times where it's almost as if they're acting as if the murder was just like, well, he did murder a guy. But I mean, he he repented. I'm just like, yes, of course, David repented better than Saul's little story, I guess. <laughs> but I feel though, you ha- everybody hounds Saul with no sympathy for him. Like for example, when he was both of the times when both of his big sins, he was doing it because he was afraid of the people of Israel. Basically, he wanted to please them since he was the first king, and Israel could the the people of Israel could get really uh, picky. Moses can testify. <laughs> How am I? I'm not close enough. No, I think you're close enough. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, all things. Read Exodus, and you understand. Okay, they can they can complain. Um, so he's like he's just trying to be as best as a king as he can, not to excuse his sin, of course. But people people are just like mm, bad, 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 bad man. I can't stand him, legit. But when David murders somebody and sleeps with that person's wife, it's oh, it's so it's it's so it's so sad that he fell into sin. That's so sad, especially since he's a really good guy. But when Saul sins, it's disgusting, disgusting. I'm just like. Why is there such double standard? And these aren't the only double standards. I was just I about to say. Oh, I was, was going to say something about why I feel like there are the double standards. Again, you mentioned this when you first talked about this. It's kind of this watered-down image of the Bible where there's the bad guys and there's the good guys. And where there's 
oh, they're all so pure and good, but then there's a really, really bad evil. And I think that's part of it. People always... The humanity of yeah, the people. Yeah, they basically take out the humanity of the people. They characterize David as pure and good, Saul as bad and evil, and that's why God rejected like, him. Like it's like they almost take the fact that he wasn't like a um the fact that he sinned is almost a means that his whole his his whole being is evil, which is something which is something and correct. And the fact that God, in in a sense, God chose him. I mean, yes, he wasn't happy that people were trying to decide a, a king, but God said Saul is the one. He chose him for a reason. And it kind of it kind of brought up another because it's not just about you know good and bad sort of characterizations, but like we brought up Peter as an example as well because when Peter is sort of, Peter and Paul is also another dichotomy because yeah. uh, sh- sure you know summary Paul he used to be Saul actually and he was actually a fair- no, that that sounds weird to somebody who doesn't understand Bible his name used to be Saul he wasn't Saul no it's a different Saul he wasn't Saul the king well his name was was Saul and Paul at the same time but he identified more with Saul let's say yeah Saul was like the, the Jewish version and Paul was like the Roman version anyhow in the Bible they tend to refer him first as Saul before they refer to him as Paul which is why I said that the point is he used to be a Pharisee and he used to be um, you know uh, persecuting uh, the Christian community uh, uh, via killing yeah via killing and he would watch and he actually I think he was the one holding the clothes of the people before they were getting oh, yeah. stoned um uh, oh what was his name again Stephen yes he was the one he saw Stephen uh, getting stoned didn't he? he did I think so uh, anyhow, uh, the the point is he he's riding along on his little horse, whatever, Old Town Road. The Lord Jesus pops up like, "Yo, why are you why are you le- why are you legitimately killing me?" And he's like, "What, Lord?" And you know, I'm killing you. And Jesus is like, "You gonna be blind, basically until you learn your heck lesson." <laughs> Long story short, he becomes a great apostle Paul that everybody hacking, hacking Iconic knows. Moment. Iconic moment. I'll hear you know shaking snakes off his writing, wrist and all that. Practically writing like a third of the Bible, essentially, especially of the New Testament. But the reason why we bring this up is like Paul became this great prophet, but then there's also Peter, who was you know one of the twelve apostles who followed Jesus. And he was basically a big figure in the early church, especially yeah, for the he, Jewish community. He preached the first sermon, apparently. Essentially, like he became like it's like what the, Jesus said to him. He was like the cornerstone, like the oh, building wow. block, the foundation. But the thing is, the thing is, most of the time when pastors or preachers, whatever you want to call them, talk about Paul, uh, Peter, talk about Peter, they never talk about. Unlike with Paul, they never talk about his evangelizing and the way that he brought the Jewish people to Christ. The way he revolutionized everything. Yeah, revolutionized the early church. No. Instead, they always talk about, he's a prideful man. Did you see that? Okay, we need to talk about the story, right, that they're talking about. (laughs) So, basically, um, 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 Jesus is like, all of you guys are going to betray me. All of you guys are going to break, basically, break... Break, yeah, break your faith, and you're going to well, well, put me on the cross. This is this is like before like the crucifixion happens, and basically Jesus is telling them what's going to happen. It's like yeah. yo, they're going to take me, and y'all are all going to be scattered, basically, yeah, like, like, she, like sheep without a shepherd. Exactly, those are the words that he used, and basically Jesus is saying that like, y'all are going to deny me, and basically said he didn't, you don't know me. And of course, Peter's like, no, I'm not going to deny you. I'm going to stick with you through thick and thin. Period. 
And um, of course, he didn't because he ended up denying him three times um, in public. Um, and I, of course, this is obviously you know a, a bad move. But oftentimes, the pastor uses us. Don't you see the pride in this man's heart? He thought the he the fact that he tried to defend his homie Jesus by cutting some man. Wait, that we didn't even mention that yet. <laughs> and 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 it's always like. How 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 dare he? He's really out here thinking that he's different from the other um disciples that he wasn't going to betray Jesus. How how the, you can see the pride in that man's heart? He's so prideful that Peter. I'm just like, listen. If I told my sisters, okay, because I got a bunch. <laughs> if I told if I told them all of you guys are going to betray me, I don't think they're all going to be like, yeah. We're gonna do that. We're gonna betray you. That's for sure. Like, no. Of course, when of course, when it's somebody that you love, you're not gonna say, "Yeah, totes, we gonna betray." I feel like they forget that we have like a different perspective on things. Like, we weren't there when it was happening, unfolding right on the spot. Okay, because we have we have the 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 already the background knowledge, the hindsight that Jesus is God and that He's gonna die. And that that's why we're like, oh, why would you question God? But like, sure, they knew that you know He was the Son of God, but like. At that point, they had become his friend. They were It wasn't just following him, following the Messiah. It was following their friend Jesus. <laughs> the beloved disciple, a.k.a. John. Literally. Allegedly John. There are there uh, quite a bit. Allegedly John. R- rested on the shoulder of Jesus. Like, they're, they're, they're best friends. I mean, he washed their feet. And, like, it, normally, as, you know, the, the god of the heckin' universe, you wouldn't expect Jesus to be washing his disciples' feet. And then he, and then he did that. Like, they were close. And so, of course, you know, he'd be like, why would I betray you? And, you know, obviously... And then the other incident that, that um, Abby mentioned uh, with the ear... Because like allegedly when allegedly Peter, allegedly, again allegedly Peter, it's not necessarily it's like and then a disciple did this, so we're not sure. Okay, but, but according to like the characterization that people typically give Peter, it's probably Peter. I can't imagine Andrew doing that, <laughs> for example. Um, and basically, what happens is that um, while Jesus is out here getting a whole, a whole betrayed, right, and they're the they're, they're the whole Judas like yeah. kissing him on the cheek, which was it? Or did he have to be that shady? Oh, <laughs> anyhow, and he's just like, "This is a rabbi." Like he was really being so. Although I do have a lot of sympathy, and that's probably or I'm going to talk about that I'm later. Gonna, I'm going to say like, although it's, it's completely, completely horrible to to um betrayed jesus he was he was having his moment i mean come on <laughs> he was having a baddie moment but anyhow but anyhow so of course the roman soldiers because israel was of course being um controlled by rome at the time they're basically going to arrest him and allegedly peter um uh, takes a sword and slices off one of the soldiers um um ears and um, of course, Peter just like you see the pride this man thinks he's so good that he can cut off a, a Roman soldier's ear. That man, I'm just like, I'm sorry, your friend's about to get arrested. You gonna get violent? You're not gonna be like, okay, arrest him, arrest my best friend, arrest the man that I, I that I, I I I I left all my my previous life for my fisherman lifestyle for. Arrest him. Exactly. Like yes, I'm sure most people know that he would not be able to take on a whole army but at the same time when you see that you you want to defend your friend even if you're not even going to succeed and i don't i remember i didn't necessarily know the entire details of what exactly god's plan was i don't think they really like they were expecting some sort of like upheaval to to, to kind of rebel against the romans they didn't think that jesus was dying for a more spiritual reason of like you know delivering us from sin yada 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 you know the drill and so like 
Jesus knows, like, oh yeah, this is part of the plan. I literally been sweating blood about it this like a couple minutes ago. But for them, it's just like, what the heck is going on? Like, why are there a bunch of soldiers? So I feel like you need to like be sympathetic because then after when you compare it with Paul, because they love that dichotomy because they were both big major leaders. And both, and their, both, names, their, both their name starts with P, right? <laughs> Paul out here, like, killing a whole bunch of people, and it's just like, dang, that's sad. But you know he wrote, like, a third of the Bible, though. And just like, th- why, is that there, why is there that double standard for? Like, let's be honest. If we had to compare being the natural pride of man of course like of course and, and in a way peter's still being prideful but it's all it's not because he's he it's not intentional it's because it's be, again most all practically all of these all of these things like for example another another incident where jesus is like you know i'm gonna die you know that and and peter is all you're not gonna die <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is <laughs> peter takes jesus aside but jesus no you're not you're not gonna die don't say that <laughs> don't say that and of course that you know the uh, thing that is of course wrong you're not supposed to be you know denying the whole the whole, the whole god's plan um i'm not gonna say that what that reference is anyhow um but um of course that that was wrong of course jesus like get behind me satan but do you think in peter's mind before he said that do you think he was just like i really want to deny the whole plan of god right now because you gotta understand like satan is not happy about this whole situation about like jesus like he, well he really gonna go die like he he didn't necessarily understand the whole plan either but he was like this is something important and i should stop it so he was he had to understand the spiritual aspect that satan was using peter to try and get to jesus be like and maybe don't go maybe on the cross. Don't die. Yeah. So like, just I don't know. We're what we're saying is a bit of sympathy, and just and and, and when it be, be merciful, be sympathetic. If you're gonna give Paul, the one who literally murdered a whole group of, of Christians, who you are supposed to identify with, then if you're gonna be sympathetic towards him, do the same thing for Peter. Same with Thomas. Abby, maybe you talk about Thomas. Yes. Because I I I really. I really sympathize with Thomas. Although I love to make doubting Thomas jokes, I, I sympathize with him because Thomas wasn't denying Jesus. When you know the moment that see this is after uh, Jesus' crucifixion. Yeah, he he's at this point like Jesus has been he's resurrected, and basically what happened was that uh, because the disciples were kind of hiding because they were afraid that the Romans were like gonna come oh, and like uh, the Pharisees also the Pharisees were also gonna come and like do harmful things to them. They were hiding. The, the home was locked and everything. And what happened was that Jesus appeared to them. He came through the walls. He talked to them. He was like, yo, it's me, Jesus. And they were like, wow, cool. <laughs> but um, Thomas wasn't there. He came later on. And they were like, yo, Thomas, Jesus. You saw Jesus. He literally walked through the heckin' door and it was locked. There. And Thomas, of course, like, unless, unless I see him, unless I, I, I put my fingers through, through the, the holes in his hand and feet, I will not, I will not believe him. And many of the times, um, pastors look take this verse and like, uh, look at him doubting. Look at him doubting. But at the same time, I'm like, you do this too. We've all done this. And it's not like Thomas was saying, Jesus is not the Messiah. What Thomas was saying was that, he was I, being I, a, I would like I would like to see. He yeah. was he was being like a logical manic. Although like it's not encourage behavior to doubt yes. god is not afraid of your and questions that, and actually when jesus eventually meets him mm-hmm. again he doesn't go 
How dare you, Thomas? Why did you doubt me like that? Why did you believe that I was Christ? Like, <laughs> my voice acting skills 100, but um, he basically, like, he gives him the facts and evidence in the words of Ben Shapiro. No, the facts and logic. Controversial joke. We're not uh, any... So we, we don't... Uh, um, Identify with any political Listen, we're, we're Gen Z. We just love to make jokes. C'est pas grave. <laughs> C'est pas grave. It's not that deep, sis. But anyhow. But he just, tell, like, here's the scars. I am Jesus. It's real. Um, and, he, and he allows him, like, yo, touch yeah, it. Yeah. T- which, but he, he allows him to touch the 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 the, 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 the Pierce things, I guess you could call them, yeah. on his on his on his body, and then Thomas believes. Like, of course, it, you have to believe without sight. But somebody asking for evidence is not something that I feel. Though that's a bigger issue with the Christ, Christians, though. Loving, they love to look at other. Why why am I thinking the Christians as if I'm not part of? Them? Yeah. <laughs> okay, but a, a, a big problem with the Christian community is that they love to get angry at people when they ask for ev- evidence. Like, like, I'm not really sure about the Book of Daniel because I think there's it's kind. Some it seems like some uh, historical evidence doesn't support it. Instead of being okay, here's why it's real. Joy, like, yes, I. Why are you doubting? Sticking my white Valentino bag. And the thing is, what what I really like when you actually read the passage, Jesus is not condemning Thomas. He says it in a really, I imagine, a very sympathetic way and very comforting way. See, look, confident. It's real, and we're not saying that. You doubt constantly. What we're saying is, when you do have feelings of doubt, ask Jesus. And more importantly, come through with the same energy, in a sense. And the thing is, it doesn't necessarily have to be only... This is not just related to just the Bible and the church. It's a wider issue. Which which you can see in, like, in a bunch of scenarios, even, like, out of, like, the biblical, the biblical world. And... How many times have you said like in <laughs> that one sentence? It's, it's, it's the Irish jumping out. But, um, yeah, I. where should we start with this, honestly, when it comes to uh, double standards? Actually, I see something that's very interesting when it comes to, like, standing problematic people. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is a new fact for the listeners, but everybody in this family knows that I have feelings about Wagner. Um, Wagner was a, I'm pretty sure he was a German, yeah, German composer um, back in the 19th century. And he held anti Semitic views, let's put it nicely. Um, <laughs> That's putting it nicely, huh? Um, but yeah, um, uh, some anti Semitic views. Um, and a lot of the people who stand him let's say in modern language seemed to kind of be like yeah sure he was doing racist things but his music is so good though but when other composers have something that for example maybe they're I'm gonna say it. Listen, sure, Brand is a moody kid and I don't like him very much but they're like oh well but there was like, yeah. Why do people come for Wagner when Brahms was known to have a to have a bad mood or Beethoven? I'm just oh, like having oh, a bad mood. Oh, okay. I've never heard 
heard that before. Okay, so it's okay to be anti-Semitic, but if you're in a bad mood, you're bad. Wow. Why do we, why the double standards for? Keep the same energy. If you're going to attack Brahms or Beethoven for being moody Germans, then come come at Wagner for being anti-Semitic. Why is why can there be that exception? Or with court cases, and for example, I hate to get like political on you, but when it comes to custody of children, if the court even sees that there, it's a it's a, it's a it's a um a heterosexual couple. They're instantly like, give it to the mom. I'm just like, why though? Sometimes these mothers obviously are exhibiting. Recently, we were kind of talking about this. Literally, just I don't know how many like minutes ago. Go, go on. Well, I can't remember the entire details, but you know it for firsthand. Who was this? Who are you talking? I don't know what you're talking about, sweetie. The um, the, the lady with her the child that she'd done hit because of the, yes. the the makeup. So there is this um like a really unknown YouTuber called Michelle Grace. Yes, I'm name dropping. Yes, I'm name dropping. Is this, is she, this uploaded- she uploaded it. And she will face the consequences. This is not somebody being like, um, um, Meghan Markle sleeps on this side of the bed. This ain't gossip. This is the tr- she put it out there, and we have to discuss it because it's serious. She uploaded a video in which she was basically getting angry at her. Uh, she was ranting about her daughter, um, basically like, kind of ruining her Jeffree Star palette. And she was saying that she hit her because she touched the palette. Mind you, this child is not a seven-year-old. This is a two-year-old. A two-year-old. And you're saying, if okay, one slap on the wrist. I don't agree with that when they're two because they don't really understand the, the consequences of their actions. But she said I, she said that she hit her, uh, her so hard that her hand started hurting. Now, what kind of hitting is this? How is this child still in this mother's possession? How? Some of these mothers exhibit such terrible behavior, and yet they still get custody over these children because there's a double standard that men will, he must be the problem if they're getting a divorce. It reminds me of another story that I actually saw. I hope I, I hope I can find it so I can perhaps link it. But this again, this young girl, uh, this uh, a toddler, I her being hit by her by her by her mom. I think she almost got a concussion or or something, and the dad was like, "I need to get." my my daughter out of the hacking situation and there was a whole fight i'm like why is there a fight when it's very clear and very obvious that homegirl is not suited for motherhood like with hate to get controversial again but with the whole johnny depp uh, versus amber heard case i the difference in the energy again talking about coming through with same energy the difference the energy that people had when the accusations first came out in 2016 versus the energy that they have now that we've been given some sort of hint of proof and some people have been looking at the court documents and uh, seeing things that might be quite damning for Amber. It's almost like oh. Like, oh, they, that, they, that's upsetting. They, they, we need to wait for more evidence. But with Johnny Depp, they did not wait. They just attacked him. Especially big media corporations were talking about it. But conveniently, when the uh, the audio tapes came out, 
no big media corporations talking about it until the one text message that could be considered that somebody who didn't have the full context might think it's signs of abusive behavior. All oh, the sun is everywhere it's talking about so the sun who actually is being taken to heck in court for you know for slandering him. Yeah. Exactly. And suddenly, all the news corporations are talking about, oh my goodness, there may be Amber Heard's innocent this whole time, as if the whole, the whole, yes, I started physical fights and I can't promise I'll be physical again, is not enough evidence for big media corporations to talk about it. And speaking of which, recent a recent development is that the court, which, you know, is made up of people who look at the law and who look at evidence, was like, this text message is stupid and it's not going to be used in the hacking argument. Because somebody, I could say I'm going to hacking, snap Abby's neck in half, and it wouldn't be considered something that would like say i'm i'm talking to uh, to cindy and i'm like i'm gonna heck and cut abby's and, and, and like neck i'm gonna snap her neck in half but you know she's my sister i'll never do that that's not gonna be the evidence the, the court isn't gonna especially when you have a plethora of evidence maybe if it was a case that only had like a, a little bit of evidence they might use that but this is a case with a plethora of evidence that would not even be considered because that's just me ranting and we would don't you think we would have seen any sort of signs on Amber's body that she was hacking, other than her shabby little makeup job with the Jesse Smollett level? Oh, we also talk about this man too because I feel like he is a big disservice to the black community because he was talking, talking, trying, tr- faking a hate crime. A hate crime. The guy, it's low-key noble, which was so stupid. You don't understand. People go through these kind of things. It's serious. And I don't think a person... It's traumatizing. It's absolutely traumatizing. I don't think somebody, a a gay black man, who's actually had to go through a hate crime, is looking at this fake, this hoax, and being like, oh, this this is totally good for me. It is Loki Noble. (laughs) It's it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I I don't even know what to say at this point. Because it's just... And you could tell, like, for the the Amber Heard Johnny Depp situation, I feel like that... Like, do not applaud people for falsely accusing others. But... The, the Jesse Smollett thing just looks like a joke. Because the thing is that with the, people were applauding Amber because they thought that she had come out with an actual case of abuse. But this is somebody praising Jesse for lying, for lying about something. Listen, since we are um of the the, the we are of the black community, we are melanin popping, um <laughs> if you will, African descent. Okay. Yeah, um it. It's hurtful to see that somebody would use something that people have legitimately struggled with and use that as an opportunity to gain something. And actually, especially considering like the black community's past in America. I know, right? And like we, you know, you see like racist things being like thrown at people. Like you know, you hear it and something. Like actually, one of our sisters was on the bus, and there was an argument between the bus driver. This was in an unnamed country. Um, if you've watched our previous episodes, you will know. But unnamed country where Daphne lives, um, she was on the bus, and <laughs> there's other things to do with Daphne, by the way. But um, she was on the bus, and there was this. <laughs> now, now you're distracted. But continue. There was an argument between the bus driver and this person that was coming on the bus who was um of color, and the bus driver is, of course, he's getting angry, and he ends up saying the n-word at him and our sister like she got you know she got a little bit emotional about it because she had never seen it with her own eyes like that actually being said and when you see it like it's hurtful these types of things actually i was reading for um school um the um autobiography of i'm gonna hold it sorry the autobiography of um um 
<laughs> I will put the name in the description. I don't want to. I don't want to put a um, blank person and say the name incorrectly. Um, anyhow, but he was. Um, I think his coach was talking about this other man who who's who's um, doing baseball, and um, he, of course, because of racism, they basically made him sleep on a sort of uh, couch, basically lesser than a couch. And you know, first he was silent; he stayed just completely silent. But then he started crying, and he basically started like kind of like scratching at his skin. And of course, he asked, he was he was asked like, "What what what are you doing?" And the black guy basically said that it, it it's his hands. You're like, if only he had he didn't have black skin, that you know people wouldn't treat him that way. And when you have people who've legitimately gone through hate crimes like that, and then somebody basically just comes up talking about I got, uh, they, they 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 screamed empire and then MAGA country and <laughs> and, put, <laughs> and put a noose around my neck, and you end up hiring two Nigerian guys, and that's how you're gonna act talking about. And I hit back. I hit back. How how is that low key noble? How is that in any way beneficial? And also, I I, I didn't understand. Yeah, Abby's blowing her nose in the back. It's okay. And how how is this? What was he doing with this? Like, what did he think he was going to do? Like, was yeah, it, I think he thought it was a career boost. Because let's be honest. Although um, <laughs> Empire was a a pretty successful show. I mean, they got Naomi Campbell on it. But let's be honest. His career, he wasn't any. He wasn't a super big name. Like, for example, Amber Heard was the same thing. Let's be honest, her career boosted after the whole um, Johnny Depp situation. I think Jesse wanted the same thing. But how is how is for how is it when uh, white people accuse uh, a black person of doing something that they didn't do? It's oh so terrible. You can see the, the you can see the, the the terribleness of the white nation, and <laughs> and, and and then and but when Jesse Smollett does this, you basically just kind of let him go. He literally he he, he didn't even get like re- properly convicted for his for for his crime. We all and, and even the Chicago police had to close it. They said don't make that thing. Don't don't let that make you think that he's innocent because he's not. It's, but let's be honest. It's the big people upstairs who, let's be honest, never go, come through with the same energy who control the Jesse Smollett case. Because let's be honest, if this was a white person who had who, if this got media coverage of a white person accusing a black celebrity of raping them, for example, and it turns out to be false, everybody will will start start talking about. Uh, um, um, about how evil and vile, and this shows the problem with the white race or whatever. Why is there that double standard? Like you have to understand. Like, excuse me, this is a serious situation that you're kind of taking advantage of. The same thing with domestic abuse. The, the, these things happen on the daily, on the regular for women and men who are stuck in situations where they feel like they can't get out of. It. And you're out here, you're you're out here being your tall, rich, blonde, whatever, got everything being handed to you, and you're just out here taking advantage of a serious situation for what? For your own gain? It's so stupid. It just kind of reminds me of you know when people are like, oh, I have depression, anyways, buy my merch kind of thing, where they they take something that actually cripples people mm-hmm. that ruins people's lives and they just profit off of it mm-hmm. like it's something trivial like and it reminds me of this case where not really a case but the situation where this man was basically being sexually harassed by people who are working and you know the people who do the um 
the measures, the protective measures on the planes. What are they called again? The teeth? Something. Uh, I don't. Yeah, 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 but you know when you pass through to see if they they have any yeah, like yeah, like yeah. the security guards, yeah. the the um the airport security, and they're basically playing around like who's gonna t- who's gonna touch um th- this man's crotch. How is that these f- these people get their jobs? And let's be honest, if a media article was released about male co- uh, um uh, uh, male uh workers doing this, would they still have their jobs? When we have stories upon stories of people of 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 of, of men who get falsely accused of rape and they never get brought to justice ever. And Listen, what we're saying is it's not a competition of yeah. who got it has it worse. Yeah. What we're saying is it's same if these are equal, like these are bad things that need to be judged, period. You can't have exceptions because of X, Y, and Z. If it's a bad thing, it's a bad thing, period, full stop, and you have to come through with the same hecking energy. Slavery is still bad even if it's the white person being the slave. Racism is still bad even if it's black on Asian. Please stop. These things have to be judged equally. Period. Because they're always like, well, we have to do, uh, we have to basically do checks and balances. And uh, we all know how well that went for America. But basically, doing like, oh, well, well, because black people have gone through um, so so much slavery. Well, we have to kind of balance it out for the white people to to, to get a taste of it. By allowing corruption. and, and the cycle will just continue. The white people get abused, and then they rise up and say, "We need to get a revenge on the black people." The white race rise up. Yeah, white, white white race rise up, and they then they're like, "Well, we have to get our 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 our, our comeuppance for what they did, so we're gonna enslave them instead." And then the cycle just continues. It revenge. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are like, "Revenge is sweet," but at the end of the day, revenge is an evil cycle that catches everybody in its grips. Revenge doesn't do anything for you. Even if you, even if you be every white guy on the street for the racism that has happened to you, will it do anything? No, it just makes people more resentful, and it doesn't fix anything. The only thing that will fix these problems is actual equality. When you look at similar situations, right? <laughs> I'm thinking about the thing what you said about the morality versus like the the. <sighs> What was it again? It was some stupid. Oh well. Um. Do you? I. I've been, let's not get into it. I'm, not, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm not. It's not gonna be like insulting uh, towards her. But I'm pretty sure she's a congresswoman. I'm not sure if that. I'm not sure. Or maybe she's in the Senate. But anyhow, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I think that's her name. She was being interviewed, and she was basically saying that morality is more important than logic or like straightforward facts and it's like how does that make sense okay what is moral okay for example if somebody um um lies that is not moral and logically they need to face the consequences for their lying what is moral because if somebody's proven that they have lied What's the difference in that scenario between logical and moral? Yeah. The logical and moral decision to take is to be like you're punished for your lies. Like what 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 are you trying to imply with that? This is not attacking Alexandria. I don't have any feelings. Uh, again, we're kind of we're Switzerland politically, right? But I just how does that make sense? These these are things that are logic and morality are supposed to uh, be, inter- be intertwined in yeah. a way. Like it just, I don't. 
it's just it's just sad because it, it opens the doors for so many double standards. Mm-hmm. It and I I love how like in the beginning we're like talking about biblical stories and like kind of you know laughing and then we just started we just dive <laughs> deep. Um, but it's it's sad because honestly these double standards ruin people's lives. Like we see that even like let's say in the sixties, say we're in the sixties and. A, a, a white woman says that even if this boy is like twelve, that this a, a person raped this black um, uh, Negro. Ra- <laughs> we're we're taking historically appropriate language, um, uh, like raped me or touched me inappropriately. Yeah. Let's be honest, who would win the case? The white woman. And there have and if legit look it up, there have been so many young black men who who whose lives have been completely destroyed by accusations like this. For example, with the um, Michael Jackson case. Oh, Lord Jesus! Me passionate. Let's be honest; he never really recovered from that. Of course, he still made money because he's Michael Jackson, but his 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 reputation was forever destroyed. It's these double these people still make fun of him. To this day, it's been how many years since this man dead? How many years since his accusation even started? They still talking about and. Like for example, when it came to um, Johnny Depp, he lost he lost probably his biggest role ever with the Pirates of the Caribbean. These things ruin lives. That's why we don't take them lightly. Because even like small double standards lead to big cases like this. Like for example, there was this it was this test. It's like a social experiment. Um, <laughs> Actually, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a real sneeze, but um, but basically, they hired these um actors. <laughs> what are you doing, Abby? <laughs> they they um they hired these actors, and this this woman, she was like you know slapping and berating this man um uh verbally and hitting him and stuff. And this was like back in the two thousands, and um, they basically put them, you know, like on those benches, and, like near parks, right, and where people like pass. An experiment type. Yeah. Thing. And so, of course, she's doing this, and most people just basically pass by. They just walk, uh, walk. And then there's this one woman that passes by, and she says, "You know, when the one people, when you know that thing where people like, you know, when you like yeah. you succeed and you do that little fifth thing, you know, the yeah." She while she's walking and she sees this happening, she does that. She basically like does a little victory dance. And when they interviewed her and why she did it, she was like, "Well, I um I I thought that you know it's he deserved it. He probably you know was che- he was caught cheating or something like that. So that's I I I thought he probably deserved it. Let's be honest. If somebody saw a a a, a man hitting a woman like that, they wouldn't be like doing a little victory dancing. I want. She probably deserved it. She probably deserved it. No, like she probably cheated. Like yeah, she probably deserved to get raped. I mean, did you see what she was wearing? Like this is that the same is victim the same blaming. Energy. It's the same energy. Like if she had worn something a little shorter, maybe she wouldn't have gotten raped that day. Like no. really, a little longer. Like it maybe she shouldn't have worn that. Like are you are you, are you do what? Like even if you did get cheated on, that doesn't get that. That's not an open door to domestic violence. Like I don't understand what people are like. Well, yeah, say he. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He cheated with five women at one night. Then can she slap him? And it's like, no. You t- you're grown adults in this relationship. You can sit down and be like, I'm not going to accept your cheating behavior, and we need to break up. 
I for a minute I thought it was some sort of weird animal. It yeah. <laughs> was a oh, strange God. sound. I thought it was a bear. <laughs> a bear in Montreux. But anyhow, um, it's 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 just these type of standards are just they're not healthy. Even, Even people always think when you're talking about it, especially when you're for you're defending, for example, men in the situation or white people, they think, oh, so you're saying you're basically trying to like flip the script a bit no that's not exactly what you're trying to do or thing is it's not beneficial for either, either side either side because it's, it's, like there have been cases against um um white white people where the white person was innocent and they lost and there have been cases against the black people and they've lost it, it's not um well men men go through more than women or women go through more more than men or white people no that's not the that's not the issue what we're saying is that come through with, with the, the same, same energy, energy. the point when, when you continue these things again it becomes a vicious cycle the point of it is to say when something is wrong you point it out regardless of who it is about regardless of whatever the circumstances is if something is wrong point it out and come through with the same energy don't make exceptions for things like that because then after you, you, you since you all you would be all high and mighty and woke we're like your your morality is quite flimsy if that's the hecking case. Exactly. And when these kind of things happen to other people, you're like, oh yeah, look at them. So when it happens to you, do you, would you want people to do the same thing that you? I, I I find it interesting how people will excuse it by saying, well, they had it coming. I'm just like, what? Like, like people think hashtag white genocide, for example. It's like, well, they did it to us. I'm just like, so we're allowed to do crimes? If they, like, say, well. This person stabbed me, so I guess I can stab them. Not out of self-defense. The stab happened a long time ago, and you're like, "Well, this is an open door for me to stab them." Like, why? There should not be any place for those types of things. Equality is equality, period. Because even no matter how many times you have to, you you try to be like, "Oh, well, we're gonna give uh, minorities more rights and see what," and so that things get balanced. It never works. It never works. It might work for a short amount of time, but lo and behold, it it, it, it people start abusing that type of power. Honestly, then, when you see KKK rise up, yeah, KKK rise up. It's like these things they never work out completely because let's be honest, human beings cannot thrive in an environment where they have to give somebody more privilege. Let's be honest, the best way to 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 solve these issues is to come through with the same energy. For everybody, and if <laughs> this this should not be put in practice, but I think most of the time human beings will actually get to learn the lesson when all of their privileges are taken away, both of them, both of them punished. Then they realize that they're humans, that yeah. we bleed the same. But well, I know there are blood types, but you know what I'm saying. We bleed the it's same, the blood. same heckin' color. Yeah, it's <laughs> the same color. At the end of the day, we are just human beings, and there there's no need for us to characterize one group of human being as bad or for us to have more privileges than other people. And, and the fact that we are human should give us more sympathy towards others. Because, I mean, listen, I'm not saying, oh, well, you don't know what happened to him if he raped this person, you know? I mean, I get, yeah, he's racist, but I mean, like, no, we're not saying that kind of thing. Point out the problem. But at the same time, do not think that you are you're not some sort of like amazing person just because you pointed it out and you're supposed to point out every problems in everybody and not just in a few select people, you know? Like they can obviously see that there's some pick and choosing on who they're gonna say is wrong. Like for example, if we're gonna like take it into K pop, for example. Some of your all your Korean music, some of you out here defending some of your opaz uh being who don't hear 
legitimately committed like a whole hecking crime, and then somebody who I that, guy, were... that guy that 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 on, the, on that live stream or whatever, when it looked, it appeared as if he grabbed the the, the woman's mm. chest, but it actually was not true, and she actually came out and said like, no, that wasn't, that's not what happened. Almost had his career hacking ruined. Meanwhile, but, but some of your opas are legitimately doing crimes, whether it's um sexual assault or prostitution or 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 or, or, or anything like that. They well, you don't know what drove Opa to do that. Or let's say, for example, one person gets accused of asking for drugs, okay? The other person gets accused of prostitution. People will literally hound on the person who who did the drug, but somehow Opa, who's doing who's doing prostitution, goes free. And this yes. this is this. Yes, we're talking about Bi. <laughs> yes, we're talking about YG. Yes, we're talking about Sungri. You know what we're talking about. Exactly. Like one person be like, oh. They they even they even tried to order drugs, but you have a whole you have a whole a whole G Dragon who's been doing drugs. Hey, actually, that was actually the case when it came to G Dragon and Top Top um does does marijuana and serves his time. Disgusting! I hate him. Why is he trying to come back to K-pop? Take him away. G Dragon does all drugs on Earth, <laughs> and he has his career fully intact. It's not that G Dragon is a bad person, mm. but what we're saying is. But have consistency. Come through with the, with the same, same energy. energy. If one person's going to be hanged for even thinking about drugs, then so should the other person who actually did and it. And surely the person who did something worse and looking at you, YG, should be hounded even more. Because YG was out here gambling, doing drugs, pro- possible prostitution, and he practically put he practically put the blame on all of his... um. Uh, all of his employees, basically all the people under his company, and threw him under uh, and threw them under the bus, and they got all the hate. Yeah, but I think we got pretty passionate in this one, didn't we, guys? Yeah, maybe next episode we should do something like nice yeah. and like happy. <laughs> so now we have a little bit more laughing moments, but I think it's good to you know we're not just doing making a fluff podcast, you know. Yeah. We have to talk about real things that actually we're raw like <laughs> we're so, it, we're still hacking raw but, in the yeah. words of Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> it's hacking raw. But yeah, I think the conclusion is um bring the same energy. I think don't don't hold these kind of biases because we're not saying that we're exempt from this. We've done this too. And that's literally what we're saying is that we're not don't nobody is perfect and if you're able to point out your own biases it's helpful so you can be unbiased when judging certain situations and that's what's important that is at least you try and you're not willingly like shielding yourself from the truth you know and perfect and human are we (laughs) wow so deep um yeah um, I think we. I think it was actually a pretty good episode. I think it went very well, considering the mishaps that have happened. It, it takes a little while to get into it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a nice way to end it. Um, well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. I think it's going to be like forty or maybe fifty minutes long. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being around. Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are supporting it from whatever day you're supporting it thank you for being there for us and we appreciate every <laughs> Abby thinking I'll be there um so we appreciate um um every single um bit of support and um well this was the uh three Mathens podcast and thank you for listening thank you for listening thank you for watching
Um, my name is uh, Gloria, and I'm signing out.